Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jordan, three ball corner. Got it. He has now reached royalty in the annals of three-point shooting in the uh, Jazz record. The Jazz come the other way. Up top, Rudy. Put it home and put this game away. The best record in the NBA. On the BetQL Audio Network. World may be ending outside, but that's all right. We're warm and toasty inside, and we're here to talk some sports betting with you. You can't go anywhere. You should be watching sports tonight, so why not bet on some sports? Uh, welcome in to BetQL Daily on this Thursday on this, the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski with you. Get to my co-host in just a second. Our lineup of guests today, Michael Gallagher on the NBA. Chuck Esposito out in Vegas. He's an odds maker out there. He's terrific. Uh, I have a lot of questions on how people are betting the NBA and NHL right now and baseball right around the corner. Maybe we'll find out when he's going to be posting those win totals. Alex Moretto on the NHL. My co-host today. Ryan Horvat, EP, Eli Herskovich, board op, Jake Hassan, downtown Chicago. I don't know how he got down there, directing in Philadelphia, Dylan Burns. Horvat, how you doing, man? Were you the one that was uh, outside shoveling today, or are you just uh, letting it sit there because nobody's going anywhere anyways until after the show? No, it's sitting there, which luckily my son's at home right now. I mean, not luckily because he has a broken leg, but – I think they're the only school in Wisconsin that actually went in today. That they are they yeah. are in person today, and it is bad outside, man. Not only did it snow all night long, and it continues to snow, I believe, uh, but it's also really, really cold. So I did not shovel. I'm not leaving my living room. Luckily, I like this NBA card a lot, and uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm on leaving the house, man. I, tons of college hoops tonight. There's no reason to leave the house. Shocking that you love this NBA card. I, I think 365 a year, Horvath would be like, oh, I love this play tonight. I, on some sport somewhere. Yeah. I know you're not you're not gonna send me any pity, and not that I'm looking for any. And I know our friends listening on 1430 in Denver are kind of chuckling because uh they're pretty much used to this type of weather. But I want to hear some snow totals from you. This is what everybody's talking about today. So everybody knows Wrigley Field. I saw today it was somewhere between – this is new snow now, new snow, 12 and 15 inches over at Wrigley. Uh, Evanston, Illinois, where Northwestern plays, uh, that was 18 inches. That's the highest uh, number I saw from this snowfall. And I also saw over the last three weeks in the Chicagoland area, 30 inches of snow. 30? 30 over the last few weeks. Yeah. Unreal. We had, um, 
I know in Milwaukee County, there was 11 inches of snow, I believe I saw this morning. It's, it's You know what's crazy? So I wake up this morning and I go to check my voicemails because if my son's school does get canceled, obviously they call and sometimes I'll miss the phone call. And it's just the voice recording. And I didn't get the phone call. So instead of checking my weather update, you know what I do? After I rag on Twitter and bash social media, I go on Twitter to, to check what schools are closed and I just put it in the search bar. And I also put in snow totals and that's where I get all my information is, is off social media, is off Twitter, which is really sad when you think about it. So it looks like 11 inches. Yeah. It's better than getting your information from Facebook, right? So I, I feel that's all time, <laughs> yeah, we all have family members who are kind of embarrassed with the, what we see uh, uh, uh Facebook, especially yeah. over the last few months. But it's just it's amazing. I, I'm lucky. So I realized as as the adult, finally, after my first year in my home, leaving the city, we need more room, two kids. We had one, one on the way. So we make the move to the burbs. And after one year of being a homeowner, you learn so much. And um, I'm still clueless on a lot of aspects. The father-in-law still has to come out and help me out, or I'm YouTubing some video to figure out how to do crap, which is great nowadays because years ago, people didn't have that available. Um, But one thing, two things that I learned in my first year owning a home is one, oh yeah, this yard is way too big. It's awesome Mm -hmm. to have a, a big yard, but we're, let's hire somebody else to do it because it's actually cheaper than buying a riding mower. M- maybe not for the long haul, but short term it is cheaper. And then, and I don't have to do anything. I don't have to deal with it at all. And invest in the snowblower. I had one summer with brisk uh, blisters all over my hand from mowing all the grass that we have, and then I think an ache in back from uh, one terrible winter. And I am so happy that we invested. And, and here's the other great part, Ryan. For some reason, she won't admit it. She'll say, oh, it's because you don't do anything. You're not going to get it done. My wife loves using the snowblower outside. Oh, yeah. Loves it. We got oh, yeah. we have a three-car garage, so she knocks it all out of it. So I don't have to do anything. That's 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 a beautiful thing. And uh, you know what I used to do? So when I lived in Iowa, we it was the same case because uh, we bought a house. And so I was lucky enough where my next-door neighbor – she had a son who was on the high school baseball team. He was a mm-hmm. senior and they were going on a class trip. I want to say they were going to Europe. And so he was looking to raise money. And so what we did was he just cut my grass and did all my yard work. And I would just pay him like 50 bucks a week. But the problem was, man, um, obviously I didn't have the riding lawnmower. So he had the push in like four or five times. It would just die out. He would run out of gas and it was just a mess. And so I'd have half of my yard would be cut and I'd still pay the kid because he was trying to, you know, earn his money and it wasn't his fault, but it ended up being a disaster. And then I'd be out there doing it myself. So um, luckily here, I'm in an apartment in the city in Milwaukee. So everything's taken care of, but it's also kind of an issue because they don't ever put any ice down. So every morning when I wake up at three 30 to go into the studio for my morning show in Milwaukee, I nearly like honestly break my leg. Like I've slipped and fell. Unfortunately, my wife one time was carrying my son, slipped and fell. It's going to put salt. No, what? No salt down. No, no salt. Like you have to do it yourself. They'll show up like today, for example, they'll be here around like 5 PM, 6 PM, probably tonight when you've already went to work, came back, slipped and fell three or four times. But yeah, you know, that's the only problem. But that is, that is one thing about being a homeowner, man. It's all on you. 
Like, but good thing is, like, yeah, you're like you said, your wife likes to do it, but also father-in-laws, they like doing that stuff. Like, especially if they're retired, it's it's the oh yeah, oh, they love it. I love it, especially now, like during a pandemic. Like, thank God that uh, you know my dad's luckily two hours away. He'd be over here every single day. Yeah, people. Yeah, they love to hear that they're still needed. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, with you. Thanks uh, for joining us. As uh, you're probably cooped up, whether you're working ho- from home or wherever you are, however you listen to this uh, show slash podcast, we're live on 1430 in Denver and 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. Part of the BetQL audio network download the free radio.com app listen to us live weekdays 10 a.m to 1 eastern time 8 to 11 a.m mountain or uh just via podcast follow us on twitter at betql daily at betql daily ryan at ryan horvat on twitter i'm at joe o 670 don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and tell a friend uh so the nba was fun last night once again it always is man I love the association so much, even though nobody wants to play a lick of defense. It's great for us since we focus on a, on a lot of totals and player props. And then there's opportunity as well uh, with the side. See, I can tell you that I had a great night, which I did, but uh, it doesn't matter. Cause we, we weren't, I wasn't here yesterday uh, to tell the people. So there's no accountability, but I, for most of it, I, I talked it over uh, with Rick camp who sat in co-hosting you better, you bet yesterday. And so I, I went with a lot of his plays. What do you got? He went seven and two or eight and one. So yeah. it was a good night. Yeah. Yeah. I saw he was on the Harden assists overs. And oh, yeah. honestly, I don't know what the market could do, Joe, to adjust. That's what I wanted to talk about a little bit here because sure. I mean, with with not only the James Harden assist totals, and last night, like for the first 13, 14 minutes of that game, it wasn't looking good. And actually, no. before tip off, I was like, you know what? I think I made a big mistake because I went a little bit too heavy on the assist totals. And with no Kevin Durant, I was worried, is he going to look to score a little bit more tonight? You know, maybe Kyrie takes the back seat and Harden's going to look to score rather than facilitate. He hit it over and it was easy money. Um, By the that, way, he did. He did look to score, but he still right. went way over. Well, I was thinking maybe I should have went points, rebounds, and assists rather than just the assists. But we were money. It was easy money. And then the same thing with Draymond. And – you know, I was kind of like half watching that game at the time, and it was like four or five minutes into the game, and he had four assists already, and that was like, we are money. So I'm thinking, like, what can the market really do to adjust here? Because, so, again, Draymond last night, eight and a half assists. Like, he has that by halftime every single night. So what could they really do? Could they move up to nine and a half? Could they juice that a little bit more, like minus 130, 135 are we going to see here soon? Because – Right now, it's easy money like that. Yep. Those two, last night, I had a really good night. I the, the, like the things I continue to crush are the New York Knicks on the money line last night, the Chicago yeah. Bulls as dogs. Uh, I took uh, Zach's rebounds last night. We had Julius Randle over 21 points. Like it was a really easy. good night. All of these things are hitting consistently. I don't know what the market could do. Um, we can branch that out to to a lot of. A lot of uh, different aspects of betting the NBA right now, including the Jazz, who keep on covering. Uh, so you started off with some of those player props. So let, let's hit those because I know so, a lot of the BetQL Daily listeners have been rolling with us and betting these. Uh, there were uh, a few that really jumped out that we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks, and they just keep hitting. You mentioned Harden. What else can they do? Well, yeah. with Harden, they can keep racing it because i remember when he first went to brooklyn it was in that nine nine and a half range and yeah. now we're sitting i don't you probably bet at ten and a half right ten and a half last night yeah okay okay but 
uh, before tip, a few hours before tip, I was looking, it was 11 and a half plus money. I bet it 11 and a half plus money. Like, how is James Harden plus money to get 12 assists when he's been averaging 12 assists since he arrived in Brooklyn? Triple-double last night, 29, 14, and 13. And you were worried about KD out. I, I think that's a legitimate concern. But what we also have to remember is it means even more usage. Right. For Harden, right? It's not it's not going to KD, so it probably kind of balances out a little bit. They have to keep going up. Instead of starting at ten and a half, they're going to have to start uh, starting beginning at eleven and a half, right? Like I guess, like that. That's where nobody is playing any defense in this league, so all of these numbers are inflated, and the overs keep on hitting. Uh, right. Draymond, what else can they do? He's been averaging twelve point three assists per game over his last seven. He's had fifteen or more assists three of the last seven games. Well, they've got to bump it up. It's time. He has a different role on the team, and the number's been where? It's been at eight and a half. Last night after the first quarter, he had seven. He was toast. I turned it off. I'm like, okay, I'm good here. By the way, uh, League Pass is free this week, people. So that was fun. Like it's nine o'clock in Chicago and the late games are starting. And I have three, three TVs in my setup in the basement. I have three, t- three games on that. I had different bets on, including another one we've been riding lately. Jimmy Butler yep. rebounds and assists. It was 13 and a half. I know it was bumped up to 14 and a half. That, that was cash. Like in the first half mm-hmm. last night too. I think he had five rebounds, five assists at halftime, somewhere around there. He's got two triple doubles. In his last three games, he's close to having four triple doubles in the last five games. So uh, in a roundabout way to answer your question about these numbers that keep hitting, like the Butler, Harden, the Draymond that we keep on playing is they need to make us blink. They need to keep going up. It's They're, they're not taking a, a, a lot of sharp money on these props because they are limited. You can only bet so much. It's not like a side or total in the NBA, but you right. can still get, get a good size bet down. Now, I would think most betters are going over, over, over on the majority of these props. Yeah. So I, I would just keep going up, keep going up. Um, Harden, you've got to start at 11 and a half and maybe you end up getting to 12 and a half. And guess what? He's still going over 12 and a half many nights, including last night. At what point, like, do you stop playing it or do you maybe fade it and play the under? I mean, I'm not playing the under, but at what I'm point not. do you fade it? Because like another example, you brought up the Utah Jazz, and I have been all over the Jazz, man. And my favorite play um, when we did the Lightning bets on Friday, my favorite play of the weekend was the Jazz over the Bucks. There was just mm-hmm. something fishy right there where I found it hard to believe. But as bad as the Bucks have played all year, Joe, they were underdogs for the first time all season long against Utah, and like that whole road trip. I found value betting against the Bucks, where I'm going again tonight, probably, even though they're returning home. Like, that was an awful road trip where on Sunday you figure, okay, they're going to get right. They're taking on OKC. And OKC, like, out of the gate, you saw, like, oh, man, the Bucks aren't going to play defense again tonight. They're going to give up open threes. And so, like, I'm going to continue to hammer these props to Draymond and the Harden assist. But I did try to fade the Jazz last night. I'm trying to catch them off, and it did not. It looked all right for a while. If I knew Embiid was going to be out, I probably would have stayed away. But, like, that's the thing. I just wonder at what point, like, do I have to go away from these assist totals because they've just been cashing every night. I almost missed the sweat. These things are cashing by half. Well, I'm starting to wonder if in this abnormal season, if we should start to handicap a different way. I'm not saying change your process, overreact, and kind of flip things here a little bit, but we have to understand – the uh, the process that 
the players and coaches are going through is right. very different this year. They're not having practices. They're not having these elongated film sessions. Uh, you don't see these big adjustments. So may, I, I'm not I'm not a trends player. I'm not saying follow the trend, but blindly bet the Jazz every night, even though. I'm kind of saying it until the number gets to a certain point with some of these player props, but I wonder if the trends are most likely are more likely to hit this season and maybe you should just ride the wave with the Jazz. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski and Ryan Horvat on the BetQL Audio Network. At BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski and Horvat here on this Tuesday. And uh, we're talking a little bit about the NBA. We're bringing Eli Herskovich. I want to get his reaction on what the committee had to say, some of the messages that were sent over the weekend. I know some people may have missed that. And the teams that they have in the top 16 in the country, I see some uh, juicy futures numbers out there. Uh, so, Horvat, we talked about the Jazz, by the way. They covered last night against the Sixers. I don't know that we really take too much away from it because I, I know – Many were looking forward to this. Okay, let's see. Utah's going to be tested in, in this game. Let's see what they can do. But Embiid is out. So, yeah. you know, a few hours before the game, before we had the Embiid information, it was sick. I think we lost Joe. Philadelphia. Oh, now he's is, back. Uh, so they beat Philadelphia and cover there, eight and a half. Uh, same thing with Miami, most recently, seven. Your Bucks, two and a half. Boston, five and a half. Indiana, five and a half. Charlotte, eight and a half. Is, does the market have the Jazz right? Do do they need to bring this up a little bit more, or or what do you think? Or will the books do that when uh, they start yeah. to open higher numbers? As long as they keep on covering, uh, the yeah. stat is <laughs> the Jazz are eighteen one and one ATS their last twenty games, second best run by an NBA team over a twenty game stretch in the last thirty years. Unreal. I want to say. Joe, I want to say like the closest game that they've played was I want to say a four point victory in January. Was it like I, I think it was on my mom's birthday? It was like January 17th, I remember, and it was a four point win against the Nuggets. I think that was like the closest game that they played. You know, the reason that I faded them yesterday was because I got it at seven and a half. And I was, I said, this is just way too many points. Mm. And eventually they're going to have a stinker because, like, if you look at the way that they're playing right now, it's because they're shooting the – I mean, they're doing everything well. I can't say, you know, this is the reason they're winning right now. The reason they're winning right now is because they have a dominant rim protector in Rudy Gobert. They have a really good perimeter defender in Royce O'Neal. Like, they play defense every single night in the regular season. And, and they're just, deeper than anybody else. And they're deeper than – it. like, and especially this year, Joe, like you were talking about yeah. with the totals, man. Like, nobody's playing any defense, like, except for the Utah Jazz every single night. And the other thing that they're doing – better than any team in the NBA is they're knocking down threes. Everybody on that team could shoot the three. So the reason I faded them last night, because I just thought that that number was too high. So yeah, I think the market eventually will adjust. Now, I don't know if it's going to be anything like it was with like Golden State a couple of years back where you couldn't even bet them because they were 11 and a half, 12 point favorites every single night. But right now, I mean, they are just a dominant basketball team. 18, one and one against the spread in their last 20 games. That is just ridiculous. And now I'm looking at that title future at 14 to one. 
I was going back and forth on it. But Anthony Davis is out the next two to three weeks with that calf strain. Uh, I expect him to be fine. I mean, but the thing about Anthony Davis, that's always my concern about Anthony Davis, Joe, is like he can't stay healthy. He can't stay on the floor. Last year, he was banged up all season long. I mean, he was healthy in the playoffs, but they also had that long like that long period where I don't even know what to call it. I mean, COVID-19 hit the country, hit the world. And, you know, so there was a two month, three month layoff where he wasn't doing anything and then came back into the bubble. He was a little bit out of shape, but that's the only thing I worry about with the Lakers. Like if I'm playing their futures is his health because LeBron can't win it on his own as good as he is. And, you know, I just, I don't, I think as talented and deep as that team is, obviously they really need Anthony Davis. And like, especially this year, because last year, Dwight Howard was really big in the bubble down the stretch because they need a big and Marcus Gasol, he's not getting any younger. So really like Anthony Davis, probably in the playoffs again this year, I know he hates to do it, is going to have to play the five. So I'm going to monitor his health. I think it's worth a flyer. I think it's worth worth a shot to take the Jazz right now while you could still get him 14 to one. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, I, I'm not betting it. I just wish I bet more than I I did at 36 to one before the season got started. If you're not sold at this point, you're just not going to be sold. Like, what's the point? What do you need to see another month based on based on what they've been seeing so far? And you know, we raised the question last night, and, and it's fair. Donovan Mitchell is not in the conversation right now. Well, the reason he's not in the conversation is because his numbers aren't there with the best of the best. Averaging 24 points, five assists, four rebounds. We just said it. They are so deep and they're so good at other spots on the court. It's not only because of Donovan Mitchell, the reason this team is winning. You know, the number of outside shooters they have, they're averaging the most threes per game in the NBA right now. Bogdanovich and Ingles, oh, was he getting your bucks last week? Yeah, and all those rim protectors and Royce O'Neal, a guy that most some average NBA fans have never heard of. He's been averaging seven and seven over the last month. So, yeah, if you haven't bought in at this point, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, we we kind of compared the two uh, spots in the conferences with Philadelphia, and it's a damn shame we didn't see Embiid last night because I really would have loved to see that matchup. Yeah, yeah, and and that's why like. After last week when I when I was with you and I said, I wait to bet these games until about 90 minutes before tip, usually an hour before tip. This is why. I mean, I, I figured that Embiid was going to play in that game, a big matchup like that. So that's that, – again, tonight there's so many games on this board that I like, but that's the only thing that does concern me. And that's why I love the props this year, man, more than ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned AD's calf strain, so he's going to have another evaluation in L.A. So maybe we'll get word on that today. But the part that is scary. Oh, it's a calf strain. Yeah, he'll probably be back sometime after the All-Star break. Calf strain. Okay. Right. But then um, also re-aggravation of the right Achilles tendonitis. Like right. when you hear anything Achilles with a guy that's dealt with a lot of injuries over the course of his uh, nine-year career, I believe it is, like that scares you big time. Oh, you yeah. know, my, my first reaction was, okay, what is LeBron going to do? They've been pushing him for the first quarter, one third of the season, whichever mark we're at right now, they've been pushing him a lot. Like he's been playing more than AD. Is he going to push more or, or are the Lakers going to be alarmed and let's say, whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing here? Let the jazz get the number one overall seed. We're not scared of going there in the postseason if we have to in the very end. Maybe we should dial it back. I'm fascinated to see how LA responds to this injury. 
Yeah, and that's a great point right there because, like, if you look at LeBron teams historically, that's what they do is you treat the regular season almost as an exhibition because it doesn't matter if LeBron has the one seed. I mean, there were the years where he was in Miami and the Bulls would get the one seed, and then what would happen in the Eastern Conference Finals? LeBron's teams end up winning. But the thing that – like, so if, if I want to fade the Lakers here because – I have a hard time betting against LeBron James and Anthony Davis here, but if I'm trying to find value on the Clippers or on the Utah Jazz at 14 to one, or another team that I really like in the East because they're starting to figure it out. I know they give up a bunch of points, but the Nets, especially when KD comes back, like even plus 350, I still find value there. But if I'm making the case against the Lakers, Joe, like, and I'm looking at the injury with AD, like you brought it up right there, like. It's a lingering issue, and, like, the Jazz only had two months to prepare for the season because they were playing in the finals. Like, that's been the problem with the Heat this year. They the didn't Lakers. really have an offseason, you know what I mean? So, like, injuries like this, I always go back to, like, the Derrick Rose, like, the year after the MVP season where it was, like, all these old man injuries. It would be, like, an elbow injury, and then it would be, like, you know, an ankle. And then it all, like, it all adds up, though, especially when you start overcompensating. And that's the only thing that concerns me if I am back in the Lakers is like they had no off season. So these injuries, man, you're going to rely like, man, that LeBron's going to have to take on a heavy load at his age in the regular season. That's why I think that they're probably going to pump the brakes here, use some load management. Um, but I'm going to have to continue to monitor the Anthony Davis situation. They might have to fight LeBron on that. Might have to. It's year 18. No. He's averaging 35 minutes per game. I'd say, okay. He wants the MVP exactly, so they're yeah. gonna have to fight him on that. So what, LeBron? Big picture, man. Look, they're already voting for you as the MVP. They're saying you're the MVP right now. Let's see what happens. If if there's start to get a lot of chatter of uh, okay, maybe somebody else is leading. Maybe Embiid is the leader now, or Jokic. Then we can uh, ramp it up a little bit. But let's slow down. So I was looking at the usage with AD off the court for the Lakers this year. 80 off the court. LeBron's usage is 33.4%, incredibly high. And, and so now, which players are going to step up? Step up? Are you going to see more of Harrell uh, per 36 minutes? When 80's off the court, he's been averaging 19 points. Kuzma, Schroeder, it, who's going to be the number two now for LeBron, or is it going to change on a nightly basis? Well, that's a great question, and I'm glad that you brought that up because last night at 11 p.m., that same thought went through my head, so I checked really quick, and I was looking all over for it. Kyle Kuzma over PRA, over points, rebounds, and assists for tonight. Anything mm -hmm. around 23 and a half because that's where I saw it at, 23 and a half. If you look at it like this, okay, so no Anthony Davis, you just brought it up, and I know we'll get into this when we talk props, but that's going to sure. be more minutes. He had 19 and 8 against Denver in the loss on Sunday. He had 20 and 10 against Memphis the night before that. And then he had 15 and 9 against OKC. So that's what I'm going to target are the points, rebounds, and assists. Now, with Kuzma, like you never know what you're going to get. That's the problem. Like some nights he's just off. And even like if he's having a bad shooting night, like sometimes he gets in his own head. And I could see LeBron getting pissed. And like before Vogel or anybody even benches him, I could see LeBron sending him to the bench. But 23 and a half. I, I love that with no AD, man. I think he's going to be the guy that steps up. Uh, that's Ryan Horvat. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily on the BetQL Audio Network. We're going to break down all six games on tonight's NBA card. You better believe that. Points bet the exclusive sports betting partner of the Denver Nuggets. Outdoing the competition in Colorado. They are now live with minus 105 spreads on all NBA games. That's the best price of any sports book. Why bet anywhere else?